Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Powerful. I hope you heard the words of the song. As you were singing, most of you were on your phone. I wonder whether you were listening to the words. Those are ministration songs. Amen. Okay, the preaching is in the words. Hallelujah. I will not regret. Come, let me prove the offering. Benjamin. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's very important that you will not regret. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. That we will not regret when we get to heaven. Say, ah, I wish I had done more. I knew this was so Im- I wish, if only I knew this was important. If only I had a second chance. I want to go back. I want to go back. You know, just like some people want to go back to school. Because when they were in school, they were not sure. Yeah. If only I knew. If only I knew. Recently, recently I had a husband. Recently, I had a, I saw a wife insulting her husband. I mean, not insulting, insulting, but I think there was, I don't know whether it was laughing or insult, but it's a hybrid. I think they were broke, and there was some financial crisis, and the guy was talking, the guy was blaming the wife that he wastes money. You waste money, this, that, 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 that. Then the wife said, you. In school. You got the, the highest score. It's a, it was three A's. You got the highest in the school. A, A, A. Or A, A, B. You got the highest in your school. Even people who got lower than you, they went to medical school. You went to do chemical engineering, now you are broke. You went to do a useless course. That's what the wife was saying that even those who got lower grades than you, were admitted to medical school and you went to do some useless course. Now you are saying that there's no money in the house. Who's what? And the guy was quiet. The guy wished he could have gone back. <laughs> because he was a brilliant guy. He took the whole school. And even those who were behind him went to do a law. And he went to do some useless course in university. Chemical engineering. So the wife said, you. Even those who were behind you. He is not a chemist. <laughs> and the guy was quiet. And you could see that he wished he can go back. 
may you not regret when we get to heaven. I say, may you not regret when we get to heaven. Amen. Tonight, for a brief moment, I'm going to share with you the quiet time for this morning. How many had your quiet time today? You had your quiet time? So what, what was the quiet time? What was the quiet time? What passage? Huh? What was the, the comforter? John 14. I'm just sharing with you because I, I, it really blessed me. And sometimes, it, as I prayed on the quiet time, I said, this is a real mercy. I want to come to share with the church. Amen. I'm a good Christian. When I find something nice, I share. You know, so let's look at the quiet time again. John 14. In fact, it led me into other things. John 14. Hallelujah. Reading from verse 16. He said, and I will pray the Father. This is Jesus Christ speaking. Okay? And I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter. Another comforter. The Father will give you another comforter. That he may abide with you forever. Jesus Christ was praying. You see, he was about to leave the earth. Obviously, the disciples were sad. And, and, and reasonably so. Because once they were with him, he healed them. He preached to them. He, he, we cared for them. Jesus Christ was a very caring guy. Very caring. When he visited Peter's mother, when he visited, Peter, when he visited Peter's home and Peter's mother was sick, he said, look, we've been eating in this house. The woman who is cooking is sick. You have to do something. So he healed the mother. Then after the mother got healed, then continue with their food. You don't heal people. We want them to feed you. We don't feed you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He saw a woman whose child was... So it was very... I mean, one time it was taxes in taxes ended in Jerusalem. And Caesar used to collect taxes. And Peter realized actually there's no money for tax. And the IRS was coming after them. So Peter wanted to argue. Said, you see, some people, when they are wrong, instead of admitting their mistake, they always argue. The, the tax was the law. So don't go and ask that, do we have to pay tax? Yes, of course you have to pay tax. Today is tax day. The only person who doesn't pay tax is Donald Trump. Only Trump. Only Trump. Yeah. Hey, tax is tax. Tax is tax. Everybody was supposed to pay tax. Peter was asking them, I mean, do you have to pay tax? Are we still under the Roman Empire? You know? And Jesus, just a look. And the reason why Peter was asking that question, we know the reason, because he didn't have money. <laughs> there was a reason. The reason why Peter asked that question was because he had money. Because we see it in the next chapter. Then Jesus told him that Jesus said, bring a coin. What is on the head? What is, whose head is on the coin? He says, Caesar. He said, give unto Caesar what is due Caesar. In other words, Jesus said, look, so we are, we are here under the Roman Empire and we use toilet and we use road and we use cars, which is built by the Roman, but we have to pay Caesar. Okay, pay Caesar. Then Peter says, okay, 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 okay. 
And Jesus was watching Peter. He said, but you know, Lord, things are tough. And he said, okay, listen. <laughs> so his own refusal, I, th- I think Peter knew the law. He just he was, he didn't have money. And so the one you don't have money, you just, see sometimes people fight and they, especially, especially, especially husbands. What husbands? <laughs> Just stay right there. Most of the time, when you see husbands, they don't have money. They don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. Most of the time, when you see husband, husbands, <laughs> you have to buy this. It's not necessary. You waste too much money. There is no money. They have what? Dreams about it. They dream of, I dreamt that. They go to dream about it too. I dreamt that you were spending too much money. You see, and, 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 I don't, and, and, and I don't doubt that they dreamt about it. They probably dreamt about it, but that, that dream did not come from the Holy Ghost. Bible says, dreams come about from a multitude of business. They were thinking about it all day. <laughs> yeah. So that dream that they had in another you were spending money, it's not the Holy Ghost. It's, it's, it's what they have been thinking about all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I would say dreams come about from a multitude of business. The whole day he been worried about a bank account, so he goes to sleep thinking about you spending money. It's not the, you know, last night I had a revelation. It's not a revelation. It's your mind. It's your mind. It's not a revelation. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Peter, you know, then Peter said, look, it's Peter, look, stop arguing about the taxes. It's just not true. Like, you know, go. Catch a fish. And when you catch a fish and you open the mouth, there will be a coin in the mouth. Go and pay your taxes and my taxes. Me too. And Peter, all right, all right, Lord, all right. What a caring Jesus. What a shepherd. I said, what a shepherd. So it was obvious. It was obvious that as he was leading them, they were depressed. You'll be depressed. I mean, somebody who teaches you, cares for you, feeds you, heals you. When the person is going, you'll be depressed. So they were depressed. They were sad. You see, which is also a sign of a good shepherd. See, when you are a pastor or a shepherd and you are living and people don't feel you, then you are not a good one. Yeah. If you are really a good pastor or a good shepherd or a good leader, when you are living, the people should feel your absence. Do you understand? I think if I leave this place, you will feel my absence. It's not on the radar. Well, this is lighthouse. <laughs> this is lighthouse. <laughs> this is lighthouse. All things are possible. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is lighthouse. All things are possible. So you must work while it is day for the night cometh. You know. So, 
I am sure he was very upset. So suddenly, of course they were sad. Do you understand? So let's go back to John, the quiet time. And I'll pray the founder, another comforter, that he may abide with you. You see, another comforter. The, way, the father said another means that he was a comforter. Do you understand? So another comforter. And this time, this comforter will not come and go. But he may abide with you forever. Amen. Amen. Verse 17. And he begins to describe who the comforter is. Even the spirit of truth. The comforter is called the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it see him, it seeth him not. So, do, so don't be surprised when unbelievers don't know about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Because in the world, seeing is believing. When they don't see, they don't believe. That is why sometimes when you share your experiences with unbelievers, they just laugh at you. Yeah, because they can see. Hallelujah. Neither know him, neither know him not. Hallelujah. Neither, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I'm sure the disciples were still. Oh Lord, oh, listen, listen to me. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. Amen. Then he continues to say, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. Hallelujah. You see me because I live, he shall live also. So he was talking that look, even though I am dying, I'm still, I'm still alive. Hallelujah. And because I live, you will live also. Amen. Amen. Verse 20. At that day, ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Okay, at that day. And this was in reference to the resurrection. You know that I'm in the Father. And you are in me. And I in you. I am in the Father. You are in me. And I in you. It means when you are in Christ, you are in the Father. Hallelujah. Christ is in the Father. And you are in Christ. Hallelujah. That is why God describes the believer as the, that you are the apple of my eye. Hallelujah. You are engrafted in my palm. So it means that there is nothing that can happen to a believer that the God is not away. Now, you see, we have blind spots, but God does not have a blind spot. I say God does not have a blind spot. Amen. Verse 21 is one of the things that I really dwelled on this morning. He that had my commandments and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. He that have my command. You see, he says, he was talking to them. He said, the one who have my commandments, number one, and keep them, is a sign that you love me. Jesus Christ was saying that a sign that you love me is not your words. Hallelujah. 
It's not words. Some people can give raps. Hi, baby. You know, I'll be, be with you, you know. Listen, until the end of time, you know. If I have to cross the ocean <laughs> to bring you a chocolate. <laughs> honey, trust me. I, 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 honey, trust me. I am going to, it doesn't matter where the chocolate may be. If I have to go to La Côte d'Ivoire to get a cocoa and make a chocolate for you. Wraps. <laughs> Wraps. See, but that's not a sign of love. Talking is not. Look, talk. See, the fact that people, people, see, Jesus Christ defined a sign of who love me. That is why, that is why, ladies, you have to be careful with people with smooth tongues. You have to be very careful. Yes. Yeah, you have to be very careful with people with smooth tongues. Do you understand? This, it, 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 it doesn't mean a thing at all. Smooth tongues. Sing to you. Lay your troubles on my shoulder. Put your worries in my pocket. You know? They are raps. They are raps. You're all I want. You're all I ever need. Then if you are melting, it's all raps. It's all raps. And you have to be careful about guys who know how to talk. I'm preaching. Smooth brother. You have to be very careful about them. Sometimes, you see, I, 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 once I was one talking to a Christian that oh, this brother is interested. Why don't you like him? So he doesn't know how to talk. I said, that's the one that you want. Because he's not likely to leave you to go for somebody else. <laughs> he struggles even to talk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I told him, sir, right. That brother is the one that you want. Because even you look at the amount of, even you look at the amount of courage he has to master to talk. It means that after you, he's not likely to talk to anybody else. So that is the one that you should go for, not the Casanova. <laughs> Rather, not the Casanova. Smooth. Okay, you know. You know, baby, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes when I see you around, I don't even tell, I can't tell whether it's winter, spring, or summer, or fall because you are, you are all seasons to me, baby. <laughs> and, and, and you are mad. Oh, he's so nice. No, no, no. Now, Jesus, say, look, a sign that you love me. Is that you keep my commandment. That's the sign. Hallelujah. So Jesus does not go by your way. I mean, it's a sign. It's a, that you keep my commandments. He it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me, you see, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. If you love me, my father will love you. Hallelujah. 
If you say you love me, automatically my father will love you. Hallelujah. My father will love you. And I will, no, go back, we are not done. And I will, and my father will love him and will manifest myself to him. Hallelujah. He that keepeth my commandment. And will manifest myself to him. Will manifest. Will manifest. Hallelujah. Verse 22. I'll come back. Judas said unto him. Judas said unto him. Then began to talk about the, the not Iscariot. You see, the Bible, you see, the Bible is a very specific book. It means that there, it means that there were two Judases. Iscariot and the other guy. So Judas said unto him, not Iscariot. How is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? How come? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the father which sent me. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I'm sure why, why I wanted to share this in my quiet time with you. He said in verse 21 that the one who loves me, okay, a sign that he loves me is what? He keeps my commandments. Do you understand? And once he keeps my commandments, then I know that this person loves me. And once one this person shows love for, to me, my father will also love this person. Do you get it? And then when my father loves this person, okay, he will manifest. You will see the manifestation of God in that person's life. That's, what, that's the importance. He that have my commandments, okay, and keep them. So level one, level one, you must have the commandment. Because there are some people who don't have the commandment at all. Do you understand? Some people don't have the commandment. They don't know, they don't, they don't come to church. They are total unbelievers. Okay? Because, do you understand what I'm saying? They don't, they don't know the words. They are not saved. So that's level one. And then level two is have the commandments. It means that there's some people who have the commandments, but they don't keep them. Hallelujah. Which is the church? Level one is unbelievers. They, they don't have the word at all. But level two is the Christians. Some Christians have the words, but they don't keep them. And then level three is the one who have the words and then keep them. They are the ones who now love me. You see, and I like the way he says it. He said, by the way, by the way, the words that I'm talking to you about 
they are not my own words. They are my father's words. Amen. Just in case. You know, sometimes when you come and say, so look, please, can we come for rehearsal on Saturday? Sometimes Felicia will say, can we come for rehearsal this Saturday? That's all. Last week we had it on Sunday. We just had a prayer meeting Friday night. Why can't you come and on Sunday? We just had an all night last night. We crossed around 4 a.m. Can't we take a break? Can't we take a break? Can't we take a break? How can we come back at 12 o'clock? We need to catch up. Do you understand? I don't know, I'm just speaking, I'm preaching. I've never spoken to her, but I speak by inspiration. You see, but if she, if she says, look, that on behalf of Reverend, it means what is that? It suddenly, people take it, it's like, look, it's not my idea. What I'm saying is what Reverend said. So it, it carries a different weight. So it means that by disobeying her, you are disobeying reverend. Wow. So Jesus was saying, that, look, the words that I'm telling you, it's not my words. It's not my opinion. They are my father's words. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And he said, that, look, when you keep my words, it's a sign that you love me. And when you love me, my father will love you. And when my father loves you, what anybody that my father loves, he manifests himself. And all of us, we are looking for the manifestation of God in our life. Yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Everybody is looking for that is why we say, God be with you. God bless you. God keep you. May God go with you. Because we are looking for his manifestation. Manifestation means, I don't know what's another English word for manifestation. Find, find a definition. Huh? Huh? Reveal. Reveal is a bigger manifestation. It means what? Manifestation. English, uh, definition. What does it mean to manifest? Huh? Here, display is a good word. I will display. I will display because you know, it, 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 in fact, that's it, I like the word. I will, I will display myself. Just like how some ladies know how to manifest. <laughs> like, don't cross the red line. If you cross, like, I mean, even the way she came into the room because the person is, is ready to, for a showdown. Manifestation is about to manifest. Hallelujah. But I just said that when you when you keep my commandments, God will manifest. Hallelujah. And when God manifests, it's obvious. Why do I say it's obvious? Because the Bible says that Potiphar. Potiphar. No, Potiphar. Joseph's master. Okay? Who was an unbeliever? He saw that the Lord was with Joseph. Mary, he saw. 
Hallelujah. He, he saw. Does it mean that he woke up one morning and saw God sitting by Joseph? Does it mean that he woke up one morning and saw uh, Angel Gabriel with Joseph? What do you think made him see that? He saw what? The manifestation of the Lord in him. And what was the manifestation? Show me that verse. And his, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord made all that he did. You see, he saw the manifestation. And the manifestation was not that he saw an angel sitting by Joseph. But he saw that everything that Joseph did prospered. Because when God manifests himself with you, anything that you do will prosper. Hallelujah. So, so, what I'm trying to say with us from this quiet time is that there is no point not wanting to obey the commandments of God and wanting to prosper. Hallelujah. And a lot of Christians don't want to obey simple Christian commandments and still wants to prosper. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And when you keep my commandments, my father will love you. And when my father loves you, he will manifest. So you see why everything goes back to keeping the commandments of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Oh, in other, so I was meditating. Look, I'm sharing with you my call. So I was praying about this this afternoon. I was praying and meditating about it. Then I said that maybe, maybe a way to see the glory of God in our life. This is, this is the revelation I the, this is the revelation I had. A way to see the manifestation or the power of God in our life is to go back. And look at the commandments of Jesus Christ. Because first of all, you must have the commandments. And then you, before you can even what? Obey. Or keep them. Amen. Because how can you obey or keep something that you don't know? So I said, maybe I have to go back. Let's look at the words of Jesus again. And give them the proper respect. And endeavor to obey them. So that we will see the manifestation of the Father in our life. Because when the Father is manifesting in your life, I tell you, even unbelievers will see. I was even amazed, I was amazed that even at the Good Friday, the Vice President of Ghana, he's a Muslim, he's not a Christian. No, no the Vice President of Ghana is a Muslim. He's a practicing Muslim. He's not a Christian. No, no, he's not a Christian. He's a Muslim. Yes! He's a practicing Muslim. But when God is with you, like God is with Bishop Dag, even Muslims can see. Yeah. Even Muslims can see. He's not a Christian. He's a Muslim. Not, not, not a Muslim... 
Not a two by four. Not the psychedelic one. Because what because when I was growing up in our neighborhood, we had some guy, some Muslim. We used to call him Alaji. I've never seen a crook nor a froster. Hey! I've never seen a Muslim who is a crook. You know, by the Islam, by Muslim religion, you're not supposed to drink. No, Muslim, Islam, Islam bans alcohol. Islam bans alcohol. But this guy, allergy. <laughs> and then, and when you pause the drink, so it's blood tonic. This one's blood. <laughs> Never seen a crook. He was a swindler. He goes around town. I'm going to bring this from Saudi Arabia. I'm going to bring you a car. So every day, it was just across our house. Every day, you will see people coming to come and you know he, has, he had he was more like a con man. The guy was that guy was a con man. Look, I'm telling you, Joe. Look, when he sees that you are coming to see him. And he knows that even the way he comes, he will wear his white, the Muslim white gown. Oh, he had, the, he had the best of the gowns. He will wear the white gown, white, white, wear his shoe and put on his little hat. And he had a little pot belly. Then he will open his gate slowly. As you, you, see, you are come very angry because you know somebody owes you. You come very annoyed. Ready for a fight. Then he will open the gate slowly. Alabama Lafia. <laughs> I explain to you. Allah Bam will have you. God grant us peace. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you see, you are very annoyed, agitated. He steps out so calmly, he puts his hand on his heart. Allah Bam will have you. God grant us peace. And then, as you are ranting, He's a con man. He doesn't, he doesn't raise his voice. He's calm. After you run and read, when you finish, then you put his hand. You put his hand on his hand. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah means God's will. Serious. Inshallah means God's will. Inshallah. God's will. Your, your, the, the car that I, uh, I, mean, I, I still got the car, but I still had the pot. There's some duty waiting. I mean, no matter how annoyed you are, by the time you talk to me five minutes. <laughs> Inshallah. Then you're confused. Hey, allergy. I've never seen. Promising people cars, promising to take people abroad. I mean, anything, passport, anything. Allergy. <laughs> and you come and say, Alabama, Lafia. God give us peace. And then when you are annoyed and you wouldn't, Inshallah, God's work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So, where did I even get there? The commandment, the vice president. You see, when God manifests himself, even a practicing Muslim can say, that's why, because the vice president is actually an active practicing Muslim. But he said, Bishop Dag is an amazing man. You see, when God, when God manifests himself with you, even unbelievers will see. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So my interest suddenly, as I read this scripture, my interest suddenly got rekindled back to the words of Jesus. So that's why I want to look for the book. I'm not sure why I'm preaching from, so I'm going to teach us the words of Jesus. Because I feel that, look, this is very important. Hallelujah. That this is something that if we, the, I'm not talking about the words of Paul. The, Jesus said, if you keep my commandments. You know, I like the way Bishop puts it in this book. You see, it is very important that let me, well, let me get the right phrase. You see? It says that St. Paul, you see, because when you take the Bible, the Gospels are the sayings and the doings of Jesus Christ. Then you get the epistles. You see, but this is what it says. St. Paul, which is Paul. St. Paul must be read in the light of Christ rather than Christ in the light of St. Paul. The reverse. St. Paul, when you read the, read the epistles, in the, uh, even the epistles are the writings of Paul, read them in the light of Christ. Are you hearing me? In other words, we thank God for modern day Bible, whereby the right emphasis has not been given to the words of Christ. That is why any modern Bible have the words of Jesus in red. Because, the, look, the words of Jesus is not the same as the words of Paul. It's not the same as the words of Peter. The best person to talk about his own religion is Jesus Christ. If Christianity is following Christ, then the best person to speak about it is Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And therefore, we cannot put the words of Paul at the same level as the words of Christ. The words of Christ is far above any words. And the words of Paul must be seen in the light of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. So now, what, how did Jesus perceive words? What Jesus said, okay? What Jesus said about his own words? He spoke. But what did he say? The commandments. What did he say about his own words? One of the things that Jesus talks about, teaches us about words, is that Jesus taught that words in general, okay? Jesus taught us that words in general are not trivial. When you listen to the words of Jesus, one of the things he makes us to understand that words are not trivial. Most of us think that words are trivial. After all, it's my own tongue. What's the big deal? Are you hearing me? But Jesus taught us that words are not trivial. Most of us think that words are trivial. Oh, I said it. I mean, I said it. So what? It's not so what. Hallelujah. 
Yeah. Words are not trivial. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 36, this is Jesus Christ speaking. If you have a good Bible, it's in red. Matthew 12, 36. What does it say? What does it say? But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. This is Jesus saying about words. Hallelujah. It means that Jesus is saying that words are not trivial. Once you said it, you can be judged by it. And I even like the way he says it, that every idle word. It's a very deep one. It means, oh, but I was just joking. In the day of judgment. Because Jesus knows the importance of words. And you must understand why he knows the importance of words. Because the worlds were framed by his words. He knows that words can create and words can build. And therefore, you have to be careful. What can build and what can destroy. That is how he formed the wealth. So he doesn't joke with words. Hallelujah. Every idea world. Yeah. So you can't say that my mouth is not a gun. They, they took one guy to court. He was a local. He was a local drunkard in the village, and he was saying to the local. You know, in villages you have the local chief, and this local drunkard was shouting to the gongong beater. You know, they had just going. The gongong beater is the one who beats the gongong and make an announcement. And as he was making an announcement, this guy came and said, "Oh, nonsense! Oh, foolish king! He can even die." So they brought the guy to the palace. Now, why did he say that? He said, "Why? If I say the king should die." Have I shot him? My mouth is it a gun? <laughs> My mouth is it a gun? My mouth is bigger. Yeah. If I said I killed him, have I shot him? Is my mouth a gun? Yes, your mouth is a gun. Foolish, foolish drunk gun. Your mouth is a gun. According to the words of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ taught us that look, words are powerful. And therefore, don't be careful about words. Hallelujah. Including idle words. Because some of us would like to crack silly jokes. Expensive joke. Mm, baby. Charlie, I feel you, pa. The person is not your wife. Why you say I de feel you? I'm preaching. Then when he says, Oh, I was just, oh, by you. Oh, why can't I joke with you? No, you can't. You can't. You don't look at somebody, a woman, and say, I de feel you. I'm preaching. And say that, oh, but we're joking. But yo. No. It's not a joke. We can be judged. Are you hearing me? Yeah. They shall give account in the day of judgment. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. My second one will probably close for today. Matthew 12, 34. If you have a Bible, do you see these are all words of Jesus? These are all read. Jesus said, Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye being able speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh so Jesus also taught us that the words that somebody speaks portray him Jesus said that you can know how someone is by the words he speaks out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaking. Well, somebody is filled with envy when he speaks, you will sense it. When somebody is filled with jealousy when he speaks, you will feel it. So Jesus said that you can actually assess people by the words they speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Hallelujah. So what he was trying, what he's trying to tell us that we should be, we should, we, we should be careful and watch people when they are speaking. Yeah. Because what is coming out is what is inside. Yeah. Out of the abundance. You see, and you get that revelation in their unguarded moment. Not the prepared speech. Not the prepared speech. The true, you see, and when it shows up and they are aware, they correct themselves. But that's what it is. They joke, they crack. Suddenly, the dude, is, oh. oh, sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's the real one. I didn't mean like, no, that's the real word. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Yeah. So that's what he told us. You can know people. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why when you meet somebody who is spiritual, you can tell. When they start speaking. And you meet somebody who is also carnal, you can tell. You can chat with the person for one hour. It's all jokes and movies, not even one verse. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are looking for a spiritual person, Bishop used to have this test. I don't know. Nowadays, everybody knows about the test, so we don't do it anymore. <laughs> but he has a way of when we used to go to prayer meetings in, in those days, when the fellowship started. Then he will call on a sister to pray. And by the way the person prays, you know whether the person is spiritual or not. Yeah. At the prayer meeting, he will call. She won't pray. We didn't know why. said, out of the abundance. And you can see that. So this is what Oh, Father. Daddy, Father. Heavenly Father. Oh, our great daddy. We love you, Daddy.
Oh, Daddy God, thank you for our classes. Thank you that we came home safely. No accident on the bus. Oh, Daddy, Father. Oh, Lord, Daddy. Daddy, Great Father. Oh, Daddy, we love you, Daddy. Well, they have done their long hair and their makeup. You are deceived if you marry such a person. He is eh. But when you call other people to you, begin to see. Because out of the abundance, even the way they pray with scriptures. You see, and you know that when you call them to pray impromptu, because when you tell the person you are going to pray, they don't go and rehearse. That's not the abundance. So you catch them impromptu and say, You pray. I should be doing that test in the church. Because if I tell you that you are leading the prayer meeting, you go and prepare. But as I finish the sermon tonight and I call you to pray, <laughs> Daddy, Father, you alone, our Lord. God, we thank you. Thank you for breakfast, Daddy, Father. No way. No, out of the abundance. You see, it, Jesus said you can always tell people by what you see. Out of the abundance. What they are saying is what is in them. Yeah. I know, you know. The, 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 the way they talk, you see, the person can talk about movies with their passion. It means that that's why he sucks in. Strong there. Can talk about politics with their passion. It means that's why they're shocking. Out of the abundance of their heart. The mouth speak it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's why they're shocking. That's abundance of the heart. That's why the mouth speak it. It's always a reflection of what is inside there. Yeah. You can see that the person is, some people when they speak, you can see venom. That he really hates you. Yeah. Venom. And when you see that venom, you better run away. You brood of vipers. Yeah. Venom. Out of the abundance. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Venom. When you sense the venom, out of the abundance of the heart, they must speak it. Amen. Yeah. So you always speak what is full in you. And this is what Jesus taught us. Amen. I say, well, that's what Jesus taught us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we must pay heed. That's why you have to fill your heart with the good things. Yes. It's, it's simple. When you fill your heart with the, when you fill your, 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 your heart with the word, you speak the word. Yes. When you fill your heart with movies, you speak movies. Yes. Yeah. When you fill your heart your heart with gossip. You talk gossip. When you fill your heart with lust, you talk lust. Out of the abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speak it. 
So it is important. Jesus is teaching us that it is important we fill our hearts with his word. Amen. Amen. So that in every situation, you know, it's like it's like a sponge. What you soak in, when we squeeze you, that's what will come out. If the word of God is in you, when we squeeze you, the word of God will come out. If nonsense is in you, when we squeeze you, nonsense will come out. Yeah. That is why some people under stress, you wonder whether they are Christians. You see, your behavior under stress portrays what is in you. Yeah. Yeah. In that dying moment, what is in you? Yeah. You curse, and then when you curse, you finish it. You are wiping your mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> God forgive me. Yeah, God forgive me. No. Out of the abundance of the heart. Amen. Amen. Listen to me. His words are important. Let us pay heed to his words. For when you keep his commandments, it's a sign that you love him. And when you love him, his father will love you. And when the father loves you, he will manifest himself to you. And when the Father manifests himself to you, even unbelievers will see the glory of God in your life. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When we walk with the Lord Holy Spirit. In the light of his word What a glory he shed Loveth me, keep it my commandments. Trust and obey. He that loveth me. For there's no other You know my commandments. Yes, Lord. To be happy in Jesus. But he that have my commandments and keep it in He it is that Lord. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. You said, you will not leave us comfortless, but you shall send us a comforter, even the spirit of truth, who shall be with us forever. And you said, we that have your commandments and keep them. Father, may we be aware of your commandments. May we meditate on your commandments. May your commandments become our daily delight. And give us the grace and the strength to keep them. Amen. So that Father, it will demonstrate our love to you. Amen. And may the Father love us and manifest himself to us. Amen. Father, any, any, any of us here that is struggling to keep your commandment, give us the grace to keep your commandment. Amen. Let not your commandment be more difficult for us. Amen. Whatever it takes to obey you, help us to obey you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let, no, let not our background, our finances, our marriage, 
our status, our health. Nothing become a hindrance in obeying your commandments. May we love you. And thank you that may the Father manifest himself in our lives. And the world will see that you are with us. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Take a good offering. First, in, you want to pay your first time best? We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.